Bruising bands, fuck yeah. <laughs> Bruising bands, fuck yeah. <laughs> Bruising bands, fuck yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of Bruise with Bands. My name is Ryan. And I'm Bethany. And this week we're drinking the Livery's American Stout, the Blacksmith. This is one of my go-to beers when I stop into the livery, and I'm excited to share it with this week's musical guests, James Neary and the Bevy Blue. Bringing together some of the finest musicians in the area, James Neary and the Bevy Blue combine influences from all across the board. Pink Floyd, Muse, and Foo Fighters, to name just a few. You'll be able to catch the guys at the livery this Friday for what promises to be an emotionally provocative and powerful experience that will be impossible to forget. James, Dakota, Sammy, and Jeff, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Man, you couldn't even tell that was scripted. (laughs) Hey, shut up. People don't need to know. (laughs) Couldn't tell before you made it blatantly obvious. Right. That's that's what I do. Like I said, I'm the guy that derails. (laughs) Yeah, thanks a lot. So this beer is great. Just want to say, I'm already done. I guess this is where we take a break. (laughs) (laughs) This is not an exaggeration. This is between this and Lotus. This is pretty much all I drink at the livery. I'm not a big, what is it, stout? I'm not a big stout fan, but this one's not bad. I can stomach this one. It's the Fantastic. nicest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Livery. Way to sell it. <laughs> I said it's not bad. It's a, I would drink it, even though I don't drink so. Wasn't her word, I can stomach it? <laughs> Direct quote. I did Direct say that. Quote. Come to Livery this Friday. Um, In a little back pedal is all we're saying. Come to Livery this Friday and stomach their offerings. Uh-huh. <laughs> Barely get their, their whole catalog down. <laughs> James, can I have yours? I have another set. Can I have yes, the other half of yours? <laughs> we'll share. All right. I think there's I mean, more, right? There's Top more in here. Beer but eventually we have to make it to a musical break. I'm going to make you guys yeah. get to a musical break just to earn this beer. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh-oh. You know, that's probably a good idea. We don't want to get out of hand <laughs> yeah. too early. You know what I like about music? Exactly. That's why I like So for someone who's never heard you guys, how would you describe your sound? Oh boy. That's always um, the toughest question because, like, we're yeah. pretty, I don't know, young and we don't even know, you know? And yeah, whatever happens. We're, we're starting to know. Just, yeah, to say we know our genre is like, hey, we, we, we throw out rock, soul, and psychedelic because it's, they're common and people can say, oh, I get that. But really, we'd like to throw out names that, like, like bands, like you said, like Muse, if mm. like a mix between. It's like a movie pitch. Like, this is going to be Muse mixed with Alabama Shakes. That's kind of what I say. It's a little bit kind of that soul vibe, but with kind of some forward thinking and trying to push the sonics and kind of be a little bit more electric and heavy and more modern. That's the Muse influence, and that's how I would describe our sound, but that's just me. Yeah, I can see that. Now, where does Bevy Blue come from? What is that? Uh, that was a, a long process of trial and error. It was uh, <laughs> when, when we first got together, the the whole, like, what do we call this thing mm-hmm. question inevitably came up. And uh, the first thing I threw out was, uh, what, it was St. James and the Hail Mary, and that was a little too heavy. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, we I like just, that one, though. I, I do, too. I, I'm still, fingers crossed yeah, it gets used somehow. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we went through some number of iterations, and... Uh, we, we settled on like a James Neary and something. And mm-hmm. uh, Bevy Blue was the, the title of that. Like the alliteration helps being able to put two Bs on everything. And we're trying to do the, 
not seriously trying to do branding where like everything attributed to us also starts with a B. So it's like, oh, right. have have a bevy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or great first example. <laughs> we're off to a, a great start. We were also trying to avoid like words like band or group. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or, that was. I mean, what are the other gang? Like the common word words you heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in band titles. So we started kind of thinking outside the box of how can we still imply that, but and then we came across the word bevy. We're yeah. like, oh, that's a with it's a just like a like gathering, a gathering. I think of like Some like-minded or, or things that are like similar. So uh-huh. it's like that kind of fits, and then the blue just sounded well, but also at the I write time, same music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah so, there was yeah. a little bit of that <laughs> implied in the music too, and now I think. Right. Our music's not sad. We write yeah. some happy songs. I feel like the James Neary trio would have been a perfect name for a five-piece band. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I love that's it. a good one. <laughs> well, at the time, when we picked the name, was were you in the band yet? No, so I was So we might have been a Yeah, trio. at the time it was just Yeah, the, but we, we, we knew searching. we needed a bassist. It was like, is James going to play? use a loop machine and play bass too? And it was like, that's no. The short answer is no. That's <laughs> <laughs> will not yeah, we're that. intentions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How'd you guys all start playing together? So uh, me and Dakota have been like, we've been best friends since high school and have just kind of stayed in contact. He's, uh, he's been my drummer for a long time. We're we're each other's fires. (laughs) It's true. We've always had dreams together. That's, that's just Uh, the honest to goodness truth. It's fucking adorable guys. (laughs) Yeah. The teenage musings of like, yeah, Uh we're going to make it in and you know, now we're kind of in a band and killing it. Just awesome. from my own perspective. Um, uh, Jeff and I have had kind of this, like, before we were playing music together, it was just, like, you were, like, on this pedestal, like, the local music legend. And then uh, my dad brought me to a jam, and it was me, you, my dad, and I don't remember everyone else that was there. But at the end of it, I just, like, had this impression. I was like, okay, Jeff Top, he's got, he, he's got the goods. He's got some business. Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember... I still remember the day we all like, or it was me and Dakota. We came over to give you the pitch and you were kind of like lukewarm to it because you had so much other stuff going on. And then Dakota just like hopped on the drum kit that was in the room. And then y'all started jamming together. And then it was like, okay, well, maybe we'll, maybe, maybe we'll try it. Well, it was just also sold. my first time with in-ears because we do inter, in-ear monitoring. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it, that changed my life. And it was just like a spark within both of us, I think. I think we both felt it, you know. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh, all <laughs> and right. you know, I was I was pretty much a all the way on the side of of no when they pitched it to yeah. me because <laughs> screw I had these several guys. <laughs> not screw these guys, but like, hey, uh, I don't yeah. know that I can give enough of myself to this to to really justify it or to be high enough quality for them. But right. after one jam and seeing like how easy it would come to have the have the creative the creativeness flowing and you know just how easy it would be just mm-hmm. to just just make some good stuff happen you know i thought yeah we can see how this fits and try it yeah and it's worked out really amazingly actually and then just to sum up the rest of the point i don't uh-huh. want i don't want sammy to be left out here uh-huh. uh, uh, sammy, i first met sammy at the acorn theater uh-huh uh, he was, I, I I just tell people like a booking agent basically, because you would make sure that shows came in and revolved and you would help to manage like the marketing side. It's one of the hats I wore. Yeah. That's the, oh, nice. the easiest one that in, in the fewest words. And uh, he, every once in a while he would perform uh, solo pieces. It would just be like him and his guitar and it was beautiful, like flamenco Spanish style mm-hmm. compositions. And there was always this respect 
and he was always bugging me to try and get together and like make something happen. And then there was always this trepidation because like I don't know what to do. Uh huh. And then once there, there, I can't really describe it. There was just this point where it was like, it's time, it's time. Let's do yeah, this band that, thing. That and then, day felt great. yeah, it was just the James like foot was down. Like, hey, it was like, start a band. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sammy Lane was also on the the short list for that. So it started as the the three of us. Uh, and then we had uh, DJ Crenson for a very, very short period. At, at one point, we were a band with uh, three guitar players and a drummer. <laughs> yeah. No, wow. And, uh, no basses at the time. Nope. 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 And uh, shout out to DJ. He's in a band called Stop, Drop, Rewind. And they are very and they're good. they're amazing. Yeah, DJ. Nice. DJ. Stop, drop. Ah. And uh, he, he was very, very briefly in the band because I, I, I really enjoy the way that he... Uh, he writes his lyrics and the way that he approaches the the concepts he's trying to write about. So it was mm-hmm. naturally like, yeah, come here, let's all let's all do that. And uh, he he left and went back to stop drop, and then Jeff joined, and uh, Sam K has also joined our ranks, and he's also on that like local legend. Like, don't know how, don't know why he associates with us. I mean, I know <laughs> why, but like, it feels like that sometimes, and. Uh, that was primarily a, a Sammy Lane. Yeah, connection. he was always our first EP. I said we should get a saxophone on this, so yeah. we invited him to special guest on one song, and then we loved it, and it made the whole EP. And then when we did the next one, we're like, of course, we're going to bring him back for another song. And then after that one, we're like, the, everyone else was like, why don't we just ask him to be in the band? Yeah, and, and it was. It's not <laughs> like we never thought band. he wanted. We just kind of assumed. You know, he didn't have the time necessarily, so mm-hmm. he was he'd come whenever he wanted to. But we all want him in the band. He was like, "Yeah, I want to be officially in it." So that was like a year and a half ago now. And yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. we asked yeah. him at our last at the livery show. show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. Do you want to go steady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, much, said yes. pretty much. Pretty much. You said, said yes. yes. Yeah. So, do you guys have any other musical outlets at this point? Do you play with any other bands or anything? Um, I, I do the solo singer songwriter thing still every now and then Mm -hmm. it's, it's easier to just pick up an acoustic guitar than to try and schlep the whole band as well sometimes. Yeah. And before James, I was a pretty much a closeted musician. I didn't do anything. He's closeted in a lot of ways. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's got a really nice wardrobe. You're so brave. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. (laughs) I do some cover band work here and there and, uh, right now I'm doing Who's Your Highway. It's a country music cover band and um but um i'm on my way out of that band and mostly just trying to focus on this one i don't play in any other bands but i manage a band called francis luca cord who's a folk duo out of chicago so i spend a lot of time dealing with their 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 music career and what they're doing so cool if your question was just about playing no i only play in this (laughs) well no anything um you guys want to listen to your first song Sure. Yeah. All right. So this one's called Medicaid. Can you tell us a little about it? Well, the this whole EP is it's the last EP in a trilogy, and uh, it ended up kind of encapsulating the like emotional pendulum swing of like the desire and drive, and then the like the the red EP was the desire and drive. The blue EP is the like shit. Why did I do that? And the yellow EP is the like don't mess it up next time. <laughs> um, so Medicaid is the the first track on this like idea of, you know, temperance is important. And the the song specifically is about someone uh, in my life that I, I couldn't seem to help. Like I, they were 
a fixture that I couldn't like get through to. They were just like making the same mistakes over and over again, and I just continually trying to help. And uh, at some point, it was just like, hey man, you you have to help yourself too. So mm-hmm. this this is the like help yourself too. Like open up your eyes and just look at your. I mean, it's explicitly stated in the song, but uh, that line specifically. But yeah, this is the look out for yourself, take care of yourself too kind of song.
So that was Medicate. That's off of your most recent release, Yellow. Mm-hmm. I really like this song. I really like all the songs that I've listened to from you guys. Appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All come from a, a good, honest place. Uh, that's that's what we strive for, or what I strive for as a lyricist is uh, telling a story that comes across as honest and is inspired by real events and real reactions. I just hope they're groovy. Yeah, groovy they're groovy. Fun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to get the groove out there. The groove helps. We let James worry about that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so that EP is part of a trilogy. Yes. Uh, uh, did Go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to ask, did you write all the songs at the same time or did it start off as one and then you? Uh, We, we, uh, we wrote them all in chunks. Uh, The Red EP was the the first conglomerate of three songs that we wrote. And uh, I don't know if it started out as well developed of a plan as like, this is going to be the the passionate one. And then we're going to rotate into this like storytelling cycle with these other two, but it was Mm -hmm. definitely meant to be like driving and passionate. And every one of those songs was born out of like the the fever pitch of us being first a band and it was the first time you know uh sammy came up with a a song was like hey i kind of wrote this about uh about my dog and it was a the the bite which is the second song on our first ep that Mm -hmm. started as kind of this riff about a dog actually biting you and we spun it into this like socioeconomic like you know this is why we're frustrated and you know (laughs) (laughs) so it it was very much very much the uh the first time as a band that we just like came together and threw it at the wall to see what stuck. And then the cool. second EP was the the pursuit of more nuance, more studio playing, more like just more, more stuff happening, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about that time. I think uh, as, as a lyricist, I finalized this like, okay, we're going to, we're going to turn this into like this ebb and flow, this cycle, kind of an extended story. Uh-huh. And uh, the blue EP turned out to be the, the sad introspective, lots of somber songs and, uh, Lots of, I don't know. It feels almost like a, like a country on the the front half of it, and streetlights is kind of the fusion between the country and whatever genre you want to consider blister. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, lots of different sonic influences there. That's and, why um, we have no idea what we are. Yeah, we right. Yeah. We just write the music that works. Oh, they do. I was listening yeah. to you guys before this, and <laughs> you'd go from one song that was like bluesy, and then one that was like psychedelic, and I was like. Right. But it yeah. almost doesn't even sound like the same band. Cool. It's good, yeah. though. I like it. We, we just write whatever comes to us. We have yeah. so many different influences between all of us that, you know, any one of us can come up with a lick and mm-hmm. we'll all just gravitate onto that in whatever style that lick yeah. is or however we want to, like, steer the ship as a band. There's mm-hmm. just yeah. so many tools we have available. It's it's hard to just say we're a rock band. Yeah. Right. right. Well, well you don't have to. You can... Just play any type of music that you like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, today's music is built upon yesterday's, you know. Like, mm-hmm. There's yeah. so much, and that's what we are. We're a conglomerate of the past, and it adds up to us, man. It's deep. Yeah. I know, it's so deep. deep. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> that was brought to you by the blacksmith you know, deliveries yeah. American oh, style yeah. isn't that delicious yeah. it's very delicious it the only thing I don't like about blacksmith and it's it's such a big pain in the ass about blacksmith is I drink it too quick yeah it's gone <laughs> and then it's just yeah. Gone. Yeah. all the way gone the, the whole growler is now empty that's the worst yes. part about blacksmith from the livery mm-hmm. <laughs> yep gone too soon I'm sure it's a problem for most <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any plans on making a full-length album in the future? 
Yeah. Yes. Funny. No, no. <laughs> Lots of inhales and apprehension, but uh, I I personally would love to to make a new full length. But uh, Sammy and I were just discussing uh, how lucrative or like what what's the best way to release music now, mm-hmm. like in in this you know Spotify and being able to release online age. Um, right. I have a story that I want to tell across a full album, but I also like I'm more than happy to like tell the same story in different like ways and to push more material out sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the short answer from me specifically is I would love to do an album <laughs> full length. Yeah. I think the plan is we're going to definitely do a full length. Everyone wants to, it's the plan. Yes. It's like the, the EP or the single is just a taste. Whereas the full album is like a, a fully realized vision, like an art piece as mm-hmm. artists, you know, it has, it's, it's almost, we were talking about this yesterday. Like he was saying, it's almost a more selfish endeavor that it's more we want to make an album, even though the current industry is kind of moving towards singles. And like, what is yeah. it cost effective to do an album versus just releasing EPs like we have been where you're getting your stuff and you're not sitting on music for a year or something. Right. So that's the, you know, we have that dilemma that we're trying to, we want to navigate the industry in a, in a, in a smart and, you know, cohesive way that makes sense for us and also make, allows us to be the artists we want to, but also mm-hmm. we're being smart and we're not just going off of passion, I guess. I mean, like I said before, I manage a group and what I see a lot from other people who are trying to like understand how to manage them is that they just have this kind of illusion of what the music industry used to be and they think it's still here. And so I guess I'm, I'm, I have the nickname of mom and band where I'm always cracking the whip and kind of saying like, is it makes sense? I love you too. (laughs) Um, But does it make sense to do that? Is it cost effective for us to spend all the time to go and do a full album and like versus we just want to do it. And, Mm -hmm. but yeah, short answer is we're definitely going to release a full length album at some point. Yes. <laughs> we just gotta figure out when to do it and how to yeah. do it right. Yeah. Mom said yes. Yeah. Mom said, <laughs> I don't have to ask dad. Mom said yes. Yeah. Jeff's dad, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. I drive. You guys make everywhere. a lovely couple. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. I don't know why he's still. We sleep together. They do sleep together. They do sleep together. Yeah. It's me and James. Which you know, it's fine. Yeah, We've done yeah. it before. <laughs> so you just like how you had to backpedal. It's fine. It's fine. It's just, yeah. it's, it's you just came done. off of your second tour, then. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, pushing this yellow EP, as a matter of fact, we made stops in Chicago, uh, St. Louis, Des Moines. Uh, we had stops in uh, Terre Haute. Yeah, Terre Haute. Terre Haute also yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, we had a stop in Springfield. Yeah, Springfield. Yeah. That. Was canceled because of the weather. Weathered and then out. A and Madison then the, yeah. show that was also, also weathered out. <laughs> All the polar vortex kind of stuff was kind of mm. developing. So mm-hmm. yeah. it happens. But that tour was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, the whole it second was. tour that we did, the first tour we did was in October. It was the first, like, we should go on tour and not just play shows locally, which is great whenever we play local shows. Yeah. We seem, it seems to be very successful. That's kind of has boosted morale in general for the band to be like, probably part of the, one of the initial decisions where Jeff was like, yeah, I do have time for this. Cause mm-hmm. our very first show, we didn't expect what we got. And it was like 220 yeah. plus people standing wow. ovation, yeah. like after the first wild. song. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just his draw. It was a little bit, it was a little bit of the name <laughs> and also just like, Hey, I have a band now. 
Let's yeah. go do it. Yeah. Hey, I worked the acorn at the time. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about you out, buddy. <laughs> we love I you. ran no. the open mic pro. All also James. true. All James. Yeah. Yeah. It's All true, James. though. The yeah, reason. Fuck you, Sam. No. The only reason. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah. To be fair, I'm Sammy, and you're making fun of Sam K right now. No. <laughs> no. no. Nope. Throwing Sam under the bus? <laughs> you said <Wow>. Sam. <laughs> That's, well, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to break it down to semantics. <laughs> but yeah, semantics. home shows are great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so to get back to where we're saying, um, we, we went on our first little tour in October to kind of test what it's like. We had a lot of fun. It was three or four dates, pretty small. And then in January, we went on a real tour in support of the release of this EP. So that was eight dates that we planned. And he already named all the places. Yeah, it was really successful. We had a, two sold-out shows in Chicago mm-hmm. wow. two nights awesome. in a row. It was, so it was, it was great. We loved it. We had a great time. We got a lot of good responses. And some of those places have already booked us to come back in you know six to eight months, whenever it is. Yeah. So cool. we feel great about it. And we're already planning to do our next tour at the end of the summer. But, so. of course, your favorite show to play is at the livery. At the livery. We do like the livery show <laughs> quite a bit. It's a good stage. It's a good crowd. The The room itself, like the sound is taken care of. Like, it's a good show. They it's have just, this blacksmith American stout. It's just <laughs> fabulous if there was only enough of it to go around. What's, what's cool about that place is they definitely, they always, they have great food. Mm-hmm. The energy is always really great. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of, there's a, a leisure about that show versus some of our other shows where the pressure's off and we kind of get to have more fun and just relax. Um, maybe it's because we have to play longer and we have to fill some time that we don't normally have mm-hmm. songs for. Yeah, so we're like, time. oh, we have to kind of make something up. Or urge to be loose. Yeah, or, yeah. or yeah. Jam so, out. And yeah. Right. Tag some endings on. So I don't know. Every time we've been there, this will be our third time, right? Yeah. Third? Yeah, this will be our third show. Wow. Yeah, third. And we also did the, the Maker's Trail what, yeah. last summer, which I believe yeah. delivery was. the was, one down on Waco Beach or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Delivery was pretty heavily involved with that. Billy Strings? Yep. Yeah, yeah he's strings. headlined it. And, yeah, we played right before him, and it was huge. I mean, as far as I know, there was thousands of people there, oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was it was awesome. That so was we've had a great experience with delivery so far, and they're definitely our go-to spot in Michigan that we've been playing. Yeah. Very cool. You guys want to listen to your second song now? Sure enough. Yes. Cool. Oh, yeah. This is Down in a Hole, and can you tell us a little about it? Uh, well, this uh, it's the second song, obviously. Uh, it runs into the third song, so when we split, there's a, a little asterisk of there's, when you listen to the whole thing continuously, they just kind of flow into one another uh, by design. Uh, but this song is, uh, it's about the realization that you need to change. You know, I'm down in a hole, I've mm-hmm. messed up super much, and now I have to try and fix it, and this is the the clambering and climbing and trying to pull yourself out. I do want to add that my lovely lady, Brooke, is singing harmony. Yes. Both Medicaid and the song Down a Hole. Yes. You should have had her come on the podcast. Yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) She she has family in town. Yeah. It's okay. They could have come too. (laughs) Yeah, bring everybody. Yeah, everyone. Cool, let's give it a listen. When 
And that was down in a hole. Uh, that's a that's a great sounding song. Do you guys hear that? Bah, bah, bah. 
my god! Oh, there it is. See, you always make it sound like you it's guys so seem much so bummed out to see the microphone, and then everyone microphone. stares at me. <laughs> I, I make that air horn noise, yeah, semi-ironically all of the time. So we're not surprised because it's probably happened yeah. on the drive here. Everyone's better. That's we did that with uh, uh, Corey Wong, and like everyone in the room, I didn't even make the sound. Yeah. I just said, it's time for Beyonce trivia. And simultaneously, it was Emily C. Browning, uh, Corey Wong, and their drummer, Pitar. They all went, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> didn't even know. How the fuck did you know that was coming? Amazing. Uh, this week's episode of Beyonce trivia is brought to us by Marlboro 27s. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big fan. All right, James, you told me when you got here that you have not been studying your Beyonce trivia. Yeah, um, I have a feeling that's about to bite me in the butt. Well, Dakota, I know that you celebrated your birthday a couple days ago, yesterday. Yes. By listening to Beyonce. Oh, did I? That's, <laughs> I'm assuming. I this was is, there. Don't this is two weeks it. in the future. <laughs> Great. Granddad says you did it. What diet did Beyonce famously tell Oprah she used for her role in Dreamgirls? Was it the South Beach diet, the keto diet? Or the master cleanse diet. The keto I have, diet. I have a, I don't know. Do you want to go? With that? I, I was really going to say the, the South Beach. I would say the South Beach as well. South Beach? Due to the timing of the interview. Well, let's, is that our final answer? I mean, fuck it. Okay. Do it. Okay, hold on. Can I interject for a second? Go. Please. Before you guys got here, I was sitting here and Ryan started playing Beyonce music and he was like, I feel like this question I'm going to ask this week has to do with this song. And I don't understand how this song ties in. So I read the wrong question. So I'll ask that question next. <laughs> okay. All so right. I'm going to say, I think you're just covering up the fact that you like Beyonce. <laughs> oh, the thing. Why cover it up? So yeah. final answer. No, I'm We're going with South Beach Diet? I that would is, say so. The oh. correct answer was the Master Cleanse. Oh, All right. Wow. We were wrong entirely. Yeah, nobody here guessed Even our second guess was wrong. I just think of, of poop. three choices. <laughs> so pooping a lot. <laughs> That's what I think it is. That, that is what it is. It's the yeah. tapeworm diet. So, right. Bethany, like you said, um, we listened to the song Irreplaceable before James Neary yes. and the Bevy Blue got here while we were enjoying a glass of the blacksmith from the livery. Thanks, Brandon. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Now we got a drink. It's one of the rules. Yep. Thanks, Cheers, Brandon. Cheers, Brandon. Clang. I like that. We need to do that. <clears throat> Every week. Um, so this week's official Beyonce trivia question brought to you by the blacksmith at the livery, their American stout, is where does Beyonce instruct the subject of the song Irreplaceable to look for their stuff? Is it A, over there somewhere? <laughs> B, outer space? Or C, to the left? If y'all don't know this on Snap, I'm gonna instinct, go, yeah. you're out. <laughs> I'm going to go C. It's, we'll it's, go definitely, it's definitely C. Yeah, However, C. those other two options sound <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Could you imagine me? Over there, over there. All of your stuff is somewhere over, over there. there. <laughs> so you guys are correct. The, the correct answer was to the left. And thank you again to Brandon at the livery for providing us our liquid courage to talk openly about Beyonce. Mm. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Okay, so yes. <laughs> continuing on. I don't know how to just move right no into you know. Right I've, I've got this one. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This only works this week. This only works with you here, James. Oh, Beyonce is a top forty artist, and 
James has performed with a top 40 artist. Oh. And there it is. It's the segue. <laughs> so when you performed it. with Beyonce, how did you feel? <laughs> How'd she smell? <laughs> it was all consuming. The entire arena smelled like Beyonce, but mm. it was not overpowering. The it was just was omnipresent. Somehow. somehow. Do you think, just, like, do they, do they bring a fog machine machine just packed with essence of Beyonce that just squirts out of Beyonce Oh, to Beyonce. Oh, yeah. to, to Queen Bee. self-leveling, actually. Self-leveling. But seriously, you didn't perform with Beyonce, no, but not. someone that I look up to more than Beyonce is the band Muse. There we go. Muse. Yes. Uh, Man, they were they were like one of my my first favorite bands, and uh, one hundred and one WKQX out of Chicago held a contest, and they were like, uh, whoever makes the best karaoke video uh, singing along to a Muse song is gonna get flown out to Washington D.C. and gonna get to sing with Muse. So uh, me and my my friend Mike Green uh, basically put together like a karaoke music video, filmed in our friend's basement with a bunch of like rope lights, and <laughs> it, it was it wasn't even really that clever. It was just like some degree of effort. Right. And all of the other videos, well, not all of them, but most of the other videos in the contest were like cell phone camera of them standing in front of a karaoke machine with no like effort put in. We had like lighting changes and stuff. So Ooh. I felt pretty good about it. Um, the the five with the most votes got sent to the band and then the band picked the winner from those five. And I was fourth place at the time and they, they liked mine best. So they, they flew me out to D.C., put me on the stage and uh, I got to sing Plug In Baby with the band playing live instruments like right behind me. It That's was, awesome. Oh, it was that so, so weird. Crazy. I've seen the video for that on YouTube and yeah. forgive me, I don't remember everyone's name in that band, but the lead singer is just looking at you like, oh my God, you're fucking killing it's, this. It's Matthew so crazy. Gone, yeah. <laughs> See, seeing Matthew like yeah. smiling at me, <laughs> like James, it, it's I got, unreal. I, yeah. I gotta say every time I watch that video and that happens, I, I smile. It's it, just so perfect. Awesome. Like, yeah, it was like the, the same thing happened in the sound check. Cause, uh, they gave me like the in-ear monitors and a wireless pack. That was like my first experience having any of that like rig hooked up to my person. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me this microphone and was like, by the way, hold on to that super securely. This is an $8,000 mic. And if you <laughs> drop it, you're paying for it. And I was like, loud and clear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so they maybe do like a vocal line check and they played a, a clip of them performing some time ago. Uh, like into my ear so that they could get like my vocal level. And they just made me sing the song all the way through. And uh, the people like off the stage that were operating the cameras and all that. Uh, I started hitting the high notes. And when I got done, I was looking down and the, the guy in front of me was doing like these fist pumps. He was like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was like, okay, so that, that turned out good. And then, seeing, okay. and then seeing Matt's face and seeing everyone else in the band react is just, it, it's unreal. That's I, awesome. I, I was there. I lived it. I still don't believe it happened. Like there's evidence. That's the only way. <laughs> that is insane. Well, <laughs> how do we follow that? Is this just over now? I know I was going to ask the other guys questions, but that one. Fuck it. I don't care about you guys anymore. Yeah, we no. Sorry, guys. Yeah, just leave. We're going to talk. I've got nothing like that. I mean, nothing. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm, I'm saying it for the record. You know, that's fundamentally not true. <laughs> okay. So that was an awesome experience for you. But yes. What has been your guys's most memorable show experience? This doesn't Ooh, have to be a man. good experience either. Yeah, it can be bad, Ooh. crazy. You guys ever play really on a giant any, like, hay stage at a garlic I would like planting to festival? Say, <laughs> we, when we were staying together in Chicago on our last tour, we found out that Sammy, Sam K, <laughs> is the worst snore in the world. Oh, <laughs> so bad. I love, the, I love you, yeah. Sam. <laughs> Sam. But oh, oh, Is that bad. why he gets his own room? 
No. Yeah, he didn't that I mean, bad. He should. <laughs> he should. Yeah. He should. He, he's a statistical plugs. outlier. Like yeah. if if you took the the mean volume of snoring measured in decibels, and you put his point on the graph, it would have to be negated because it would shift <laughs> the mean <laughs> of the graph. That bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. only way I can put it. Like it's truly, true. like baffling. Other than that, I don't, I don't know if we we just play and have a good time. Truly, and yeah. hang out like. I have a memorable show. I think it was it was one of the shows you're talking about in Chicago. Oh yeah, and oh, we had the Fox Daisy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he means fox as in a real fox, like yeah. a domesticated like a small fox, fox that was, was living in an apartment. So <laughs> we arrived to this gig. Kind of, we get there and we're like, "This sucks" because we had like, it was up like forty stairs, and it, it like at a forty-five degree. More than that, it was all our stuff straight up, and then yeah. it was like this. This blows. <laughs> Anyways, we get the in worst. there, and as soon as we walk in. There's a fox. Like, just run, run around, around like run a cat. Around the What's apartment. Going on? The, oh, shit. the fox is kind of freaking out because all these people are coming in. And were stuff. you guys freaking out? Like, uh, guys, no. there's a fox we like, in here. Yeah, we were freaking Kinda. out. Like, oh my god, there's a fox. It's, well, yeah, like, yeah. not not like ah, but like oh. Long story short, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's a different vowel. Yeah. yeah but long right. story short, her name was Daisy. They ended up putting her away during the whole show, but we stayed after and hung out with the host of the show, and they brought her out, and we all got to hold yeah. the fox. And, and we, we, got pictures. Pictures. we got pictures. We got pictures. So, so really, I think that was the best show ever. It was a good show. It was that was one of the sold out shows. Where I it was got completely, too drunk, but, but yeah, but yeah, Daisy. A little bit. We yeah. ordered. Wait, is that Daisy. the taco night too? That was the taco. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> we spent 178 bucks on tacos. Yeah, yeah. we did. Oh, yeah, yeah I no, you guys. That was not an tacos. accident. That was that was that was not an accident. It was more than a hotel. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, I woke up drunk in a Subaru coming home from a show at the Livewire Lounge in Chicago. It was like 3 a.m. And we pulled into Taco Bell, and this is when they first came out with those Doritos Locos Tacos. Oh, my God. And my drummer was driving because I was shit hammered, just passed out in the seat (laughs) next to him. And I'm like, there's a Taco Bell. Here we go to Taco Bell. And we roll up to Taco Bell, and I'm like, I need 25 Doritos Tacos Supremes. Oh, my God. And it's like 3 a.m. They're trying to close. And I'm like, I need four of the potatoes with cheese on it, too. And I think all in all, it came out to be like $50 of tacos. Yeah. I ate one, pass out. <laughs> That's the I best. I feel like that always happens. You're yeah. drunk and you go to Taco Bell and you order like everything off the menu and you like take like two bites and then you wake up the next morning and just full of regret. So I can uh, completely appreciate spending $100 <laughs> on tacos. To be fair though, these story. were really Real. high quality tacos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. They were awesome. And we but... murdered them. Yeah. 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 It was like uh, four to $8 bit. a taco and yeah. we got like, I didn't even you know, know he was like, oh, I was going to get six tacos and he was like, I'm gonna get eight tacos. I'm pretty sure Sam, who's not here now, he ordered like ten tacos, and Jeff was like, "I'll take what he's double back." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What? Do you even know what he got?" He's like, "Nope." He he ordered in Spanish to be yeah, fair. Yeah, like, He knows what he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he you knows what's going on, like that, do that. Yeah. You have no choice. Yeah. So yep. that was a great night. Oh, oh yeah, sounds like a great night. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Tacos and a fox. Yeah. Yes. I did not pay. <laughs> those fruit snacks. Thank you. Though. Fruit snacks. Oh, I love yeah. fruit snacks too. I'm not gonna tell that story. Oh. Fruit snacks. Oh, the fruit snacks. That was my nickname when I worked at Walmart. Fruit snacks. <laughs> Did you puke behind oh. the Walmart? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's our story, not yeah. yours. No. no. Oh. Well, now I want to hear it. No, go ahead. <laughs> that's, that's your whole story. You, that was your nickname. I I don't even remember how it came about. <laughs> I didn't throw up. But that was really Walmart, your nickname? Though. I thought you were just. No, I was you. named Fruit Snacks when I worked at Walmart. Actually, it was Snacks because the girl had one of those like nasally 
snacks. Well, okay, I'll tell the story. Dakota drank too much that <laughs> night, and he was eating a bunch of fruit snacks all night. Which and, were delicious. And he was handing them out. Yeah. We were, at the end of the night, we're unloading, and he has to puke. And he, he comes up to me, and he's like, Sam. Where can I puke? And I'm like, <laughs> over there. And I so I point away from us. He goes he over there. He starts puking, of course. And then like he looks up and there just happens to be like a street light that's like shining right on him. And you can see like the light glistening off his tears. <laughs> and he wipes his mouth and he and he, he makes some mention about how the fruit snacks made it taste pretty good coming back. <laughs> and we're yeah, we're just like, fuck, that's gross. And like yeah, thinking about how he was offering us fruit snacks earlier and we're glad we're not in his shape. But like, that's yeah. essentially the whole thing. It was thing. the fruit snacks yeah. that did it. He, he had a rough night. It was, hey, I had fun though. Yeah. yeah. And that's what really counts. No right. regrets. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> We played well. And also, fun. part of it was those hosts who had that fox yeah. that we were talking about. Yeah. They started getting, they were like pouring shots Here's for us. Wait, oh, the tacos, yeah. the fruit snacks, and the fox all happened at the same place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not the same small, place, but all the same night. Same night. night. Yeah. Same night. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like the best night ever. That's Man. The it, was, it, was it was a good, good one. Night. Yeah. Welcome you want to target nights like that Welcome every to night. Fox's yeah. Tacos and Fruit Snacks. How can I help you? Welcome to the most weirdly specific general store ever. You have all your fox and fruit snack needs. Experience what it's like to be a touring band. Foxes, <laughs> fruit snacks, and uh, tacos. I, I want another show that I think was pretty memorable for us is uh, we opened for the Main Squeeze oh, yeah, at that Ignition. Was, that was mm-hmm. killer. And if you don't know the Main Squeeze, I'm sorry, but you should. But they're, they're yeah, a really awesome jam band that kind of started out of Bloomington, Indiana, and we really admire them and that show was a sold out show and we had a huge response of course that everyone was there for them but they you know we had a really great reception so that just stands out because we were all like i felt like we were all high-fiving after that like yeah, oh, yeah we played well, for was, someone we really liked early too like for us to be opening yeah for- yeah i mean that was more than a year ago now year and a half <laughs> yeah. even longer and and it was also Usually we're headlining a show, so I think it was that was our first like big opening for a big band. It's like wow, we get to play yeah. a great show, and then we get to watch a great show. Yeah. So it wasn't like just like we're playing this thing. It's a that's a great name for a resume. It was like we would go, we'd pay you to go to the show oh, yeah. anyways. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so like that the, was yeah. so good. It was like the first time because like I, I always felt like we could like swing above our weight class just in terms of our like musicality and ability to like play and adapt well. But that show was the first time. Where I was like, wow, we actually did it. Like, we were opening for the main squeeze. Like, right. it, it was like the realization, like, oh, shit, we're doing it. Like, this is mm-hmm. great. Speaking of yes. opening for the main Sorry. squeeze, if you could open for any musician, live or dead, who would Ooh. it be? When you ask this question, like, I picture, like, you're just showing up at Jimi Hendrix's, like, burial plot. And plugging in, <laughs> he comes back to life to play with. Well, you. for me, it would be the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Grohl, like, oh, yeah. just in general, to be in his presence would be. Dave Grohl, if you're listening, we all have a bonus yes. for you. Come hang out with us. <laughs> yes. So this is the part where uh, I, I tell our guests that they can open that door now. Dave, come on in. <laughs> oh my God, oh, Dave, Dave Grohl, he's in the Grohl. room right now. Dave, hi. 
He's he shorter said he doesn't want to talk. Yeah, he's, he's real quiet today. Yeah, yeah. Due to uh, copyright from Columbia, he can't speak on the podcast. <laughs> but I'm glad you guys got to meet him. They own the rights to all things that he says. <laughs> they own the rights to his timber of voice. Mm-hmm. Jeff, who's who? who would, what's your answer? Well, I guess it depends on the aim, you know. I, well, I don't know if if you want. I'd like to get in front of an audience that would receive what I'm doing the best, you know. And back in like 2004, I am one of my bands opened for Umphreys McGee. I don't know yeah. if you're familiar, yeah. but that was incredible because I was playing that type of music in front of a, a 700 or so person crowd opening for my favorite band at the time. So that's like an apex for me, mm-hmm. um, uh, kind of equal to the, the main squeeze show because it's, you know, it's similar, you know, we're in this, we're in this band trying to do this thing that's specific geared toward a specific audience. And then we open for a band that's kind of like doing what we're doing. And they're above us in terms of top of the their draw. Of kill, yeah, killing, killing it. it. Yeah. And they sound great. And they sound like we want to sound, you right. know, not not in terms of genre, but quality. Right. You know? yeah. And um, going off of that, for me, it's Alabama Shakes. Mm-hmm. I imagine if we if we got if we open for them, that that's a perfect our lives pairing. would change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, overnight. I, I've kind of what I like about this band, what I've always believed in is it's just you put us up against anyone. Not not trying to say we're better than anyone else, but I just feel confident in the band. You can put us mm-hmm. in any roster, and I feel like we're going to deliver. Mm-hmm. You could put someone who's, you know, it always kind of sucks as the guitarist to then play after, like, the best guitarist ever and be like, <laughs> holy crap. Or they play before you, even yeah. worse. But with this band, it's, like, not about that so much. It's, like, what we do as as a band is just stands alone. Yeah, I mean, we're I put each... up against anything. We're yeah. each like puzzle pieces. We fit it into each other in a way. Like, and Sam honestly. K makes it way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For sure. He's so like we, lo- we love cherry on top. Honestly, yeah, yeah, like yeah for real. We miss him. He's not here right now. I love you, Sam. Miss you, Sam. Sam. I love you. Oh, Have I ever man. told you my my Umphrey's story? Tell it. Did you? You have to. Know. You have. Uh, well, you I haven't told us. Yeah, so. tell like us. I, I still have enough of a. I'm still an, enough of an upstanding citizen in the community that I don't know if it's one that I want to broadcast. I'll tell you guys mm-hmm. afterwards. All right. Our four yeah. listeners Off out the there, record. feel free to ask me when you run into me <laughs> <laughs> at the livery this Friday. Yeah. The livery with yes. James Neary and the Bevy Blue. Yes. Oh, you know their Friday. American Stout is. One of my favorites. Second to none. I see you're you know, still enjoying it over there. I am. I'm <laughs> drinking too much. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So you guys have your show coming up this Friday at Delivery. Do you have any other shows coming up? Uh, yeah. So after the Delivery show, our next gig will be we are playing at the Civic in South Bend. Um, that is a headlining show. I believe it is on May 28th. Okay. Or 29th. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm a little off. I, it's hard to remember it's that far calendar. out. But yeah, it's um. So we're uh, there's this new company putting on shows called like Sound South Bend with and two U's. Yeah, S O U U N D S. And the guys putting on the show, the the talent buyers are people we know. Um, Jim Ward, who yes, the 28th, 28th. There you go. Can confirm 28th of April. So. Yeah, Jim Ward is a great guy who is always supporting the arts in South Bend, and he's any kind of big event that's happening in South Bend, if it's music or arts-related, Jim Ward's involved. So shout-out to Jim for always helping everyone. He, I mean, he's always helping get people to shows that he's not even involved with, too. He's just a huge supporter of it all. And um, 
So we have that show. I believe Brittany Lee Moffat is opening for us. Yeah. Brittany Lee um, Moffat. Yes. At the Civic, they have like two rooms in that in that building. We're playing. Mm. There's like a smaller underground space. That's it's a small, more intimate um, environment, but it's it's really well suited for cameras. And I believe the whole part of that that um, the South Bend Sounds platform is that they are offering a video live video of the show so this is new to us so we were asked to do it and we're excited to be a part of it and then yeah the next weekend we are also playing keep going saying i'm gonna help out bethany yeah yeah oh yeah (laughs) there's some light coming through the window that's blinding her normally we're drinking at like 10 in the morning so we never have to put the blinds down (laughs) yeah way better Right. Yes. Small round of applause for Dakota. Real Dakota. Yeah. Thank you, Dakota. I got that shit. Thank you. Thank you. Chivalry is not dead. And taking action. Yeah. yeah. I thought I, I tried to hand you a hat, but <laughs> no, you didn't. You're just sitting there laughing no. at me. I was trying to reach this out, and then Dakota stood up. I couldn't see the sun was in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Any other shows? Yeah, we do. Um, then we have a show on May fourth, which is at the First Unitarian Church in South Bend. Um, it would be the following weekend, and we're actually opening for the band The Go Rounds. Oh, I love those nice. guys. Right, yeah. right. right. So yeah, times. another band that we've admired for a while, kind of like the Main Squeeze, probably on a similar level. Maybe the Main Squeeze has like done some bigger things, different genres, but the Go Rounds are maybe closer to the genre we're in and kind of the path we're trying to go towards writing original music. Not so jammy, but. So quick plug for them, just yeah. because you brought them up. They're doing a Kickstarter right now uh, for their next album. Oh. I stumbled across it the other day. So the go-rounds are, in my opinion, one of the best bands the region has to offer. Yeah, they're Trendy. awesome. Mm-hmm. And if I if I think they're based out of Kalamazoo, I believe. So, so or, They're a Michigan yeah, band. Yeah, Kalamazoo so, or Ann Arbor, I right. can't remember. So we've been trying to connect with them for a while. And so I know that they come down to the South Bend and play like Vegetable Buddies and play similar venues. So... When this show was presented to us, you guys went over for them. We're like, hell yeah, we went over for them. <laughs> we'd, we'd love to connect with those guys. And, you know, we think we'd be a great, you know, pairing with them for any live show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to see a great show, check us out and them, the go-rounds. That should be happening May 4th. And I'm sure you can find it on Facebook. As far as I know, before this weekend, they probably wasn't listed online because they had another show in the area. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to be you know they're not going to advertise until that show's done with so yeah i look forward scoop. soon right 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 and where can people find out more about you guys and your tour dates uh jamesnearyandthebevyblue.com james uh you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash jamesnearyandthebevyblue yeah Blue. just the whole thing instagram jamesnearyandthebevyblue twitter jnbevyblue very nice. Did this just turn into the NPR segment here? A little bit. <laughs> if you go to uh, Facebook, you can track us down at uh, James Neary. Two, three hundred. <laughs> Today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we just okay. snuck in free advertising for Empire Carpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so Are sorry. they even still a thing? I, have no, I haven't seen one of those commercials in years. But they better be. It's like between them and the like Luna commercial. It's seven, seven, three, two, oh, two. <laughs> We're really do, do, do. handing out the efforts. Oh, yeah, it's free. It's all free. <laughs> Wait, cut one for Brews with Bands now. Bruce, oh, man. Make us a quick jingle. Brews wow. and Bands. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That's all you need. I love it. <laughs> We actually did that on tour on the drive. Yeah, just we were doing nothing. Random, yeah, just making hey, make a jingle out of it. Yeah, yeah. Can we like work a harmony on that real quick? You look just like to you be absolutely yeah. like over the top on production. On yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, so what notes are you 
Booze and bands, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booze and bands, fuck yeah. Bruise. Bruise and bands, fuck yeah. Bruise and bands, fuck yeah. Bruise and bands, fuck yeah. It's. Bruise. And bands, fuck yeah. That was so bad. That's it. That was awesome. That's it. Oh, it's our drummer. We will bill you. I I see see an arrow written with use this. I feel bad about content that I have created now. That's all right. Yeah, it's real. It's real. While we're on the topic of singing songs, can we sing Dakota Happy Birthday? Yeah. It's his golden shower birthday. Golden shower birthday. Three, two, one. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday, dear Dakota. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks, you guys. He's so golden this birthday. He really is. You're just listening, man. You don't have to. You should take a shower. Happy birthday, dude. Okay. <laughs> You're not blushing, that's just piss. Oh. He is <laughs> blushing, but it's the beer. I do have to piss. So okay. do I. Yep. We've drank a whole lot of this uh, yeah, we have. blacksmith American stout from the livery. <laughs> At least four gallons of it. Approximately four <laughs> gallons of American stout. And you can pick up some American stout called the blacksmith for yourself at the livery this Friday. So much you At run. the James Neary and the Bevy Blue Show. Yeah. Those tickets are $7 in advance and 10 at the door. I'd say get them in advance because you're probably not going to be able to get them at the door, especially when this three dollars. It's a deal. When this interview drops, who knows, man? It's it's going to blow up right. You're going to get at least six more people coming to that show. (laughs) Yes, for real. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) That's the loudest you've been this whole time. (laughs) I have your gain cranked up, and you finally do something. (laughs) The board just like explodes. (laughs) All right, so speaking of other shows, Saturday the 30th at the intersection, The Plot and You is doing their Feel Nothing tour. Those tickets are $18 in advance, 20 at the door. The 30th at the livery is a pay-as-you-want show. Um, that band playing is Sankofa? Sankofa? Is that what we decided? I'm going to go with that. I was just going to let you try to pronounce it for a few <laughs> minutes and see what happened. but I don't know, but they're a cool I'll funk R&B band. Um, and then the 30th at Bells in Kalamazoo, the Insiders are playing, which is a Tom Petty tribute band. The 31st, okay, at the Livery is a show. Oh, it's serious now. I'm really excited about this one. I've never heard of this band before. They're called the Cave Twins. Hmm. Now, this band is made up of David Mayfield and Abby Rose, who are identical twins separated at birth. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, That's, so David is like wow. a musician who played with Black Keys and Mumford and Sons. He's Holy a Grammy smokes. and Emmy nominated artist. What? And then this girl Abby was also a musician who toured with the Speed Bumps and somehow found out that they had a twin and were separated and now they're together wow. in a band called That's Cave Twins. Amazing. That sounds wow. dope. Yeah. How long has this band been around? Um, I actually don't know. When they started. That's a very, so, that's like a movie. Way yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you can make a Netflix special about that. It doesn't even matter if they're really good, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a good story. <laughs> like, 
This is the part where we tell Dakota that you're actually James' twin brother. Oh, <laughs> I knew Dakota. it. They're both wearing James. purple. It makes sense. They usually match. Yeah. You're wearing purple. And they sleep, they together. sleep together. We do <laughs> sleep <laughs> in the same bed. Even when we're not on tour. Yeah. Like I just go over there to sleep. Yeah, just to sleep. <laughs> Thunder buddies. No speak for life. Thunder buddies. Thunder buddies. For life. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I've got for shows. Ryan, do you have anything beer related? Well, Bethany, did you know that as of two days ago, it's officially spring? I like it. It was Oberon release day this week, oh, so happy that. Oberon release. It is, uh, if you're not enjoying a glass of Oberon right now, um, then God damn it, you should be. Mm-hmm. Or Blacksmith American Stout. This Blacksmith <laughs> American <laughs> Stout from the livery in Benton Harbor is delicious. And thank you again to Brandon for providing yes. this Brandon. delicious Brandon. sauce. Brandon. I thought that was going to fall off the counter. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> I'm very glad that did not fall. Drinking and podcasts go together, right? Yeah. <laughs> they do now. Especially this one. Uh, well, I guess that just about does it for this week's episode of Brews with Bands. Thank you again to everyone that makes this possible every week. Don't forget to stop into Sister Lakes Brewing Company on Wednesdays for half-off select growlers, on Sundays for $2 chili things. I say every week. I'm going to figure out a better way to say that. But you basically, they'll just give you some chili on whatever you want for 2 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's how it works. I want that everywhere. (laughs) As it should be. I'm talking every restaurant, the place where I get my tires changed, the place where I go to get my checkup. (laughs) (laughs) You can draw my blood, but here's $2. Cover me in chili first. Cover me with chili. Some chili on that. (laughs) Uh, After you have your $2 chili things over at Sister Lakes Brewing Company, take that chili on over to Arclight. Uh, and enjoy one of their delicious sours. Have a Swayze crazy for me. Say hi to uh, Gaipa and the gang over there. Uh, and, of course, don't miss Firkin Friday at the livery. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be called this week, but I'm sure it'll be something uh, James Neary and the Bevy Blue related, as they always tend to name these Firkins after uh, the bands that are performing that night. That's 5.15 p.m. this Friday, uh, just before James and the gang take the stage. Um, the do James I read this game. part? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if you're a band or brewery or literally anything you think is related to this show, uh, feel free to reach out <laughs> to us by email at brewswithbands at gmail.com. That's brewswithbands at gmail.com. Drinking too much brew. That's brews with four S's. Thanks, Brandon. You can find us on Facebook or you can shoot us a text message at 269-281-DUMP. That's 269 <laughs> Three eight six seven to get involved. <laughs> We're all twelve years old. Laughing <laughs> it suddenly dumb. All right, go go ahead. Go. Go. Okay, I'm so okay. sorry. We're ruining your outro. We're not. Thank you to Joe at CMG Financial. Wait, is that Joe in St. Joe? Joe in St. Joe. Joe in St. Joe dot com. Joe in St. Joe dot com. Joe in St. Joe dot com for all of your home financing needs. Or recording studio needs. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Oh, and thank you to the livery for providing the blacksmith. Their American stout. It's an American stout. It is. It's by the livery. It's called the blacksmith. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you also to Pelpa, as always, for our intro music. And be sure to tune in next week for our season finale. Is it already over? I know. I can't believe it. (laughs) Thank God. Hey. <laughs> um, we'll be sitting down with Dan Perrin to talk about rocking for Riverbend. 
Um, thank you once again to James Neary and the Bevy Blues for joining us this week. I I can't let you guys leave yet. There's something that's been bugging me this whole time we've been sitting here. Well, now I gotta know. I just gotta hear one more song from you guys. Can we listen to Game Over? We can absolutely Let's listen to this Game Over. This one is my Game favorite. Ooh. Oh, awesome. Oh, well, yes. thanks. Well, Bethany, how about you tell us a little bit about this song? Yes. Well, I, don't, I, can't, I can't do it as well. <laughs> <laughs> James <laughs> might On the spot now, It was now, just yeah. my favorite tell us about this from song. the EP. James might it's know really more. Good. And there's a fast part that I like. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, it, it's the end of the album, and this is the what happens when you get stuck in your ways and kind of groundhog your groundhog day your your life away. I guess think of that. Keep that in mind as you listen to it. Well, thank you again for joining us, guys. This one's game over. Thanks, Jeff, Dakota, Sammy, and James. Thank you we'll, for uh, us. We'll see you this Friday. Thanks, Thanks Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, thank you. Thanks, yeah. man. Shout out to Sam K. Love Sam you. K. Love you guys.
Fusion pins, fuck yeah.